The Woken Warriors are preparing for battle. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 50-5-0. We made it. Go figure. My name is Tom Van Zandt, and I'm your host, and with me is not Mr. 110% for the second week in a row, for the second podcast of 2018, Derek Mitris is not with us, but a good friend of mine a good nerd, and a good member of Not Nation, the official attorney of Not Another Nerdy Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Christopher Todd is with us. Hello, Chris. Hi, Tom. Thanks a lot for having me. Great to have you, buddy. Can I say one thing? You can say many I, things. I may have the least nerdy credential of anybody who's been on your podcast. That's okay. You've gone to see many late showings of nerd movies with me, so in my book, that qualifies you to be here. Well, I mean, aside from my Star Wars collection, I mean, you've seen my comic book collection. It fits in one box. That's right. But <laughs> but you do have an extensive Star Wars collection, so you have cred there, my friend. Thank you. You're welcome. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And we have the man who brings the money. Mr. J. Money. Senior Bowl. Tom Van Zandt. Christopher Todd, I knew you'd come. <laughs> yes. Actually, don't lie. Up until about 10 minutes before we started recording, you didn't know Christopher Todd was coming, but <laughs> he, he was good enough to step in last minute and fill in for the deist of rocks. <laughs> well, AK, happy AK, to get the call. Yeah. AKA the 500th man taken in the draft, Mr. That's right. Irrelevant. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That would be Derek, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, but I yes, feel like I'm getting my call to the majors on this one. You were. You got called up to the majors. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, so this is uh, very disappointing. I'm well, not gonna, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you, but I am very disappointed in Derek because up until about two hours ago, he was going to be on. We, we said we were, were going to record earlier because that's his problem. He, he gets exhausted. It's so exhausting selling cars, apparently. So, <laughs> you, you know, because driving a tractor trailer truck all day isn't exhausting. So I have no excuse. But selling uh, hauling, cars. Hauling produce freight all right, day. That's not that's exhausting. That's not exhausing at all. And uh, oh, being an no. attorney and having to deal with court and all that, that's not exa- too exhausting. But apparently standing around greeting people and showing them the features on a car, that's really exhausting work. So Derek is too tired to record once again. Too tired to make his major announcement once again. I feel like we should just tell Not Nation what it is, because at this point, they're not going to find out until the wedding. Derek asked Carly <laughs> to marry him, and she said yes. Yes. Derek has proposed to Carly, Oh. and they are now engaged, ladies and gentlemen. On Christmas morning. On Christmas morning. And he can give the particulars of the event if he ever decides to come back on and record, but who knows when that will be. So, there. I dropped the bombshell. Sorry, not sorry. I can't wait to record a uh, sound clips from the wedding. Yeah, that'll be great. 
would be great. It would be epic. I, and Facebook living from the wedding. Oh, my on the, God. On the Not Another Nerdy page for all of Not Nation to see. We may, we may break the internet like Wreck-It Ralph 2. Well, we're definitely going to Facebook live for the bachelor party. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> At least certain parts. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Yeah, certain parts of it we it's can. It's a bachelor party. Some parts of it we'll be able to. The uh, videos from the bachelor party, those will be on the dark web. <laughs> It <laughs> right. just the, breaks all the rules of bachelor parties if you broadcast it. That's, yeah, but we we don't on. we come on. We make up our own rules here at Not Another Nerdy Podcast. You know that. Yeah, but there's some things in this world that are just sacred, and the secrecy of the bachelor party—at least the ones I've been to—we're <laughs> not part of this world, though. Yeah, this is a—we're magic. We're more. I am magic. I am more, and now the people have seen, and even the people that were non-believers—they are all converting, and they all follow me. Yes. <laughs> So, we are woken. We're woken oh, warriors. We are woken warriors. That's right. I will stand side by side with all of my woken warriors. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Derek probably won't allow that, but we'll. Me and Money will sneak something. We'll figure something out. I'm going to bring my GoPro and keep it like tucked into my coat. <laughs> You know what I'll do is I'll, like, use Dr. Bill's phone. <laughs> well, he doesn't know how to use it, so somebody might Exactly. Well. <laughs> so I could just tell D-Rock, I don't know, dude, it was Dr. Bill the whole time. That's right, blame Dr. Bill. Yeah, what's he going to do to Dr. Bill? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So that's the big news. I, I don't want to make them wait another week. They've already been waiting since last week, and I don't think that's fair. And so it's Derek's own fault. He should have been here to break the news himself. You know what you need to do is when he finally is on the show, have him break the news because that'll prove that he didn't even listen. That's a good point. I'm not even going to tell him we broke this news. You're, nope. That's a good point by you. <laughs> He won't even be mad because he won't know we did it. You're nope. absolutely right. That's correct. We'll just have to tell Aussie and the Palm and everyone else not to mention it in the chats. Oh, they won't. Oh, you know who will, though? Iron Mike. He'll totally sell us out. Or Wado statue. <laughs> Wado statue. Isn't that the same person? You're right. <laughs> exactly. Well, here we are. 2018. The second show. Look at that money. We're off to a rip-roaring start. <laughs> show 50. Show number 50. That's monumental, I think. I don't know. I like that the show is older than us at this point. Yes, thank God. That's a good feeling. It is. It is. Although we're catching up fast. Don't say anything. <laughs> but why don't we give Chris a moment to introduce himself and tell a little, a little bit about himself to Not Nation. Chris, you're a listener, right? I am a listener First since day foremost. one. Yeah, you you followed me over from my So Wizard days. You used to listen to So Wizard as well. Yeah. Well, we so, we appreciate you listening. Of course, and I appreciate Chris, you putting out one every week. Chris, could you on the spot name like a favorite moment from our first year? Ooh, that's tough. You know, on the spot, he's going to say the, he's going to say the, the I mean, shed story or the or no. The, I was actually just going to say. The whole story about the trip to New York Comic Con. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good especially episode. the the pizza story that got me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know what why I laughed that hard during that, but I, if I remember right, I was making dinner and was laughing my balls off listening to that. Yeah, because of the <laughs> cowboy and his wastefulness. Cowboy. cowboy. Uh, I'll never forget me looking at Tom, and I knew that Tom was thinking the exact same thing I was at yep. that moment. Yep. 
That's how you know that a crew has been running together for a long time. When you can just read each other's minds, you just know by looks exactly what you're thinking about the other members and what they're up to. <laughs> oh, cowboy. Hey, uh, Hello? yeah, hi, I'm here. Can you guys just oh. ch- chat amongst yourselves for a minute? Because one of the cats just pissed all over the floor upstairs, and I have to go clean it for my wife. Oh, yeah, awful. Give me fu- just <laughs> give me give me a few minutes, okay? I'm just gonna go through my week my week real quick. All right, that's cool. And uh, so, money, why don't you do us a favor? Cue up our favorite virtual social media mastermind, and then tell us all about your week this week. All right, Tom, I will do that. Virtual J Money, give us some social media presence. Thanks, J Money. Well, you can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com backslash notpodcast1. You could follow us on Instagram at notpodcast1. You could follow us on Twitter at notpodcast1. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube. Check us out on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website and also check us out on podknife.com and leave us a five-star review. Back to you. Thanks, Virtual J Money. I'm sure all the ladies appreciated that, hearing your echoing voice. Oh, man. Well, this week here up in Massachusetts, USA Earth, Milky Way, we had, what do they call it, Chris, the big, big snow bomb? The bomb cyclone. Okay, the bomb cyclone. That hit us last because week. Blizzard, yeah, because we can't call it a blizzard anymore. Why? I don't know. They have to come up with new weather terms. Is it because, like, Blizzard, the video game company, copyrighted that name? You know, I don't think it is. A friend of mine tried to explain this to me today, and I kind of zoned out when they when she started talking about millibars of pressure. For some reason, they had to come up with a new word for this, because I think weathermen every year have to come up with a new stupid weather term because they're so bored. Yeah, like, it, remember, remember it used to be El Nino. Yeah, 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 that one too. Oh, my God. And, well, and a few years ago, it was ineffective sunshine. That's right, yeah. Oh, I love that one. Break. So this year, it's a bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. So I had a great week because even though we had the bomb cyclone, uh, it was a holiday week, and then I called out the day of the cyclone, so I only had a three-day work week. Nice. So I finished the uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two campaign. That was awesome, by the way. I don't know if you picked that game up or not. No, I'm not much of a gamer. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I got some wireless controllers for uh, our Super Nintendo Classic. Got a new coffee table. That's very exciting. Ooh. Oh. Well, when you think about it, think about when you moved out of your parents. This really is only the third coffee table I've only had my entire life. You know what I mean? Because I usually you buy one, they last like 10, 12 years. I, I can't believe I have a half funny story that involves a coffee table. And I'm staring at mine right now. Yeah, let's when- hear it. I moved here in 1997 to go to law school, and my roommate, who is also a friend from college, he built a coffee table out of a pair of two-by-sixes and a square tabletop that he found at his parents' house. That was 1997 in my first apartment here. Two more apartments and a house, that very table is still in my living room because when he moved out, he didn't have room to put it in his car. Yep. So I have this kind of crappy, homemade, screwed together coffee table <laughs> that I've had for 20 years. So everybody says, why don't you replace it? Like, it holds up coffee cups. That's awesome. That's <laughs> funny. Let me ask you, has it ever been on fire? 
No. Because oh, one of my uh, first coffee tables ever, uh, we used to do flaming shots on it. Oh, Jesus. And one night, one of the guys dropped a shot, and the entire coffee table caught on fire. Holy was How bad? Not not bad. Not bad. We didn't have to do anything. We just, because it was just the alcohol on top of the table burning. Was it a wood top or a glass it was a wood. It was a wood top. <laughs> but the wood never really caught on fire, because we were able to put it out, you know, just put through water. I don't even, I don't really don't remember what we did. Threw water on top of the, of the, the shot or whatever, but... Yeah, it was back when we would do uh, flaming shots of like peppermint schnapps. And one of the guys just couldn't do it. He dropped a shot and the schnapps just went on the table and lit the thing up. Oh, some people just abuse yeah. perfectly good alcohol, don't they? Uh-huh. So it's 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 a cool one, though, that I got. It's got like a little cubby hole underneath it, a second shelf, so I can put all my game controllers under there, hidden. Oh, nice. And then I also found out this week that uh, WrestleMania 35, which would be next year's WrestleMania, is rumored to be somewhere up here in the Northeast. Wonderful! Are they really up to 35 of those? Yes. Wow. So this year will be 34, and that is going to be in New Orleans, uh, Louisiana. So, on a side note on that, did you watch the ESPN 30 for 30 and Ric Flair? It was one of my recommendations on podcast a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months ago, actually. Because that was really good. It was awesome. And I, and I think HBO is going to have a documentary about Andre the Giant coming out pretty soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I'll be interested in that. He would drink like a 30-pack of beer a day. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard the stories about that. It's amazing. Yeah, and Ric Flair, the doctor said, you should be dead. You drank so much every day. <laughs> I know I kind of did the math on that, and I, I couldn't figure out how he was alive. I think he was pickled. Well, he kind of looks it now. Yeah. That was really good, though. I'm glad you watched that. Did you like the whole stuff with his daughter and all that? Oh, yeah. I thought the whole story was great. I have yet to see one of those 30 for 30s that I haven't loved. Really? I think that's probably the only one I've watched. They're weird because they pick topics that you don't think would be interesting or might not be something that you'd be interested in but you watch it anyways, and you're just glued to the TV. Do you um, think it's uh, odd that ESPN talks a lot about the WWE now? Well, they got to talk about something. It's pretty, <laughs> much, it's pretty much that and the Patriots are the only things they have to talk about anymore. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But uh, I like that special a lot. And so if it's going to be in the Northeast, I don't know if it's going to be at what's where the uh, Giants and Jets is at MetLife Stadium. Yeah. Would, would they do it outside? They did a couple about three or four years ago. They had it there, and they did do it outside. I guess if you're doing it in the summer when it's not football season, why not? No, it's actually at the end of March, WrestleMania. Ooh, the end of March outside in in yeah. New Jersey? Yeah, yeah they, they did it a few years ago, and it worked. But a lot of people have been clamoring for them to have it at Foxborough Stadium. Wow. I think that'd be cool, but you have to deal with the cold. That would so. be awesome. At Foxborough? Well, yes. Well, wouldn't they use, if it's going to be in March, something like the Barclays Center or Madison Square Garden? Too small. inside? Yeah, too small. WrestleMania is always at a stadium because they draw 100,000 people. Sweet musical Jesus. That's why it's usually, it's usually in New Orleans or in California or in Florida. It's usually in a warm weather place because it's always outside now. There's no way to have it inside. It's just way too small of an, uh, uh, an arena. Wow, it'd be something to see if they could do that in March in one of the outdoor, because there's no domes in the Northeast, right? Nope. No domes that big. 
Oh, so I mean, if they did it in New Jersey, I don't know why you can't do it in Foxborough. Right. Just get giant fucking heaters. That's all. <laughs> well, the the fans could just bundled up. Right. And what they well, did for the wrestlers was the whole ring area was all heated. They had heaters under the ring and stuff. Right. Oh, wait a second. You know where it's going to be, don't you? There's no. only one place it could be. Fenway Park? No. Ralph Wilson in Buffalo. Oh. Boy, yeah, I, maybe. That's why all the Bills Mafia is body slamming people through tables. <laughs> They're trying to get WrestleMania there. You're right. I didn't even think of that. It's funny. Uh, that makes awesome. sense. All right, boys. I'm back from my adventure in cat piss cleanup. That is, the, that is the absolute worst. And it's sad because the cat in question is 19 years old. She is, by human standards, like what over. What the hell? She's over 100. Yeah, cats aren't supposed to live that long. Wow. And she's really, she's a wonderful cat. And my wife has had her since, well, long before she knew me. She was like her therapy cat when she was young, trying to get through some hard times. And she got this cat as a kitten. So she's had this cat most of her life. And it's really sad to watch this cat kind of deteriorate. And she's not in pain, so you can't justify euthanizing her. But she's confused, and she definitely thinks that the Christmas tree in my living room is a place where she should pee. And so we didn't know for certain it was her. We've, we've had a few incidents over the last week, and I've had to clean them up, where she's peed on things that are down on the floor around the Christmas tree, which causes me to yell at my daughters to pick their shit up off the floor. And I said, look, if you don't pick it up and the cat pees on it, it gets thrown away. There's no way to clean that. You can't clean cat piss. It's, it's the most vile, potent smell on earth. That's happened a couple times when we weren't sure who was doing it. Well, apparently, while I was just recording with you guys, my wife caught Thumper red-handed, and Thumper pissed all over the floor right in front of the tree again. Boy, I wouldn't give a squirt of piss for your ass right now. So, obviously, my wife's pregnant, and she's not supposed to be touching cat piss or poop or there's something called toxosemia i don't even know what it's called really there's something Mm -hmm. something in the cat's feces and and excrement and shit and stuff like that that can be dangerous for the unborn baby so pregnant women cannot that's why i've been on cat litter duty through the pregnancy and it sucks yeah so i had to go upstairs and take care of that and it's i'm sure not nation's thrilled to hear this story i apologize but anyway that's my exciting <laughs> evening so far. How about I money you talked about your week and I'm sure I'll yeah. I'll hear all about it when I listen back to the episode because I missed everything, but <laughs> I basically just said how I only worked 3 days last week. Right, yeah. Yeah, cuz of the big snowstorm. Yeah, it was a holiday week first of all, and then I called out the day of the snow. And you were smart to do that cuz they sent my ass out in a tractor trailer during that big snowstorm. My worst part is that I can't get out of my street. It's not getting onto the highway or anything it's my street is so bad right because it's a stupid side street here and uh you know it's all apartments so people all park on the street you know and it's so narrow so it's just freaking annoying yeah we went in they called us they said we were still working so we're like okay let's go in and half the drivers actually said fuck this shit i'm not going out on the street it's whiteout conditions but i i had to weigh my options see here's the deal we're union so once you punch the clock you get paid eight hours uh, so 
they're going to make you stay at the terminal for eight fucking hours because they're not going to let you go home and collect free money. They're going to make you sit around and they're going to find busy work for you to do. They're going to make you go outside and shovel. They're going to make you go fucking run the snowblower around the terminal. I said, I'm not doing that shit. I'll take my chances on the street. So I volunteered. I'm like, I'll go. I'm, hey, I'm a professional. I'm just going to go. Slow and steady wins this race. So I went out. The other option, or the other issue, too, was if you stayed back at the terminal, you were eight and skate. You were getting eight hours pay, and that's it. They were sending your ass home. I wanted some OT because it was a short week from the holiday. So I'm like, I'm going out. So I did, and by the time I got out, I went up and came back. I worked over 11 hours, and I delivered two things. I got two deliveries off in 11 hours. So, yeah, I'd call that a productive day. Hey, those senior citizens needed their toilet paper. That's right. You saw that. I was Facebook living. My <laughs> I watched the whole thing live. Yeah, I was traveling. I, I was trying to do a public service announcement. I was recording my trip up to Greenfield on the highway. I was doing 25 to 30 miles while everyone else was blowing by me, and I'm surprised there weren't more accidents than I saw. The road conditions weren't bad, but the visibility was just awful. You couldn't see more than 100 yards in front of you. So <laughs> so that's a great time to film yourself. Well, no. I set the... <laughs> all right, wise ass. I set the phone up on the dashboard. I leaned it against the windshield. I wasn't holding it. It was just in front of me while I was driving, and I was just kind of narrating the trip. I loved how everyone that popped in to view it, you were shouting them out and stuff. I was shouting out, giving them a little air horn honk. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Lili Zemi popped in. Danny Abbott popped in. Oh, absolutely. A few members of Not Nation, so that was nice. Yeah, so I I made it up there. It took me like an extra 45 minutes than normal, but I got up there. And then here's the the kick in the balls. So the guy, they they had to have this delivery because it's medical supplies for an old age home. So, yeah, of course, they need that shit, even in a snowstorm. So I'm like, I'll get it to him. So I go. Well, the guy knew I was coming because I called ahead and I said, hey, Laurel Street, which is the street they're on, it's kind of a hill. I said, if they don't plow that, I'm not getting my tractor trailer up there. I'm just letting you know. He goes, I'll make sure the city plows it. It'll be it'll be ready for you. I'm like, okay. So sure enough, I was able to get up there. I get into the lot. The lot isn't fucking plowed. That's some bullshit. My tr- so my truck got stuck. I'm like, what, what is going on here? I need, I need a path so I can back up and make this delivery. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you heard that, Jay Money. I took the phone in. With me. <laughs> I recorded that whole conversation with the guy. He got the guy back to, to plow me out, thankfully. And, but that took another 45 minutes. So a delivery that should have taken a total of 45 minutes when all was said and done took almost two and a half hours. By the time they plowed me a path so I could get back to the building get it off it was a pain in the ass Tom, that was an apartment complex next to it yeah was that next to the fairgrounds uh no 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 okay so it's not the one i was thinking of no no that's a different i know what one you're thinking of that's you do okay yeah so yeah that was my excitement during the snowstorm and then by that time i'm like shit look how late it is i might as well take my lunch now and and then slowly head back to the terminal so that's what i did but yeah, that that sucked. How about you, Chris? How was your week? Mostly good. You know, it was the last week, three day week, same as me. The courts were closed on Thursday because of the storm, so I just stayed home instead of going into the office. And I continued working on my on my project that I told you about, Tom. Oh yeah. Well, I started off because someone said that if you start January first 
and watch one of the Marvel movies a week, you'll be done when Infinity War comes. You'll be all caught the up. Yeah, that's but true. I, but I couldn't wait. So <laughs> since the New Year's, I'm through. I watched Thor two tonight. All right. You're watching them in so chron- chronological order? The proper chronological order, not release order. Right, right, because right. Because there's two screw-ups in release order. Because if you watch, Iron Man 2 actually happens before the Hulk. Right. And Guardians 2 happens right after Guardians 1. Correct. So I'm watching them in the proper order. But as you know, this is also to get the bad taste of The Last Jedi out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not my Luke Skywalker, Oh, boy. <laughs> Chris is a fellow hashtag not my Skywalker. Here we go. Uh, no, you already had your episodes with that. I won't I won't burden you with my loathing of that film. <laughs> You're a wise man. Chris, uh, just... Wrestle, WrestleMania 32, which was two years ago, was at AT&T Stadium, and it drew 102,000 fans. Holy shit. Just for, just for reference. That's outstanding. That's why you can't have it in uh, an arena anymore. My God. That's, wow. It's crazy to me. I mean, I know wrestling was back in the 80s and early 90s. It was like that was the heyday of wrestling, but it seems like it's come around again. It's just that's a thing to do. You know, like if it was going to go to Gillette, you'd probably even go, Tom. Well, especially if Matt Hardy was going to be there. Well, obviously. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well. If you, the only thing that shocks me about that is the number of people that will obviously buy the nosebleed seats in those stadiums. Right. Oh, those that, you can't see anything. Yeah. Yeah, like I've obviously I've never been there, but the I've seen the pictures of the Cowboys Stadium. Is that AT and T actually? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The top row of that, it's so far away from the field that you have to watch the jumbotron to see what's going on because the players look like look like those little like, remember electronic football when we were kids. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's how big they look. And that's a uh, 100-yard football field. Picture a 20-foot by 20-foot wrestling ring. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so you're you're paying all this money to watch it on TV. Yep. Yeah. You're in the arena watching it on, what's what, the biggest jumbotron in the world? Right. The one yeah, hanging over the Cowboys field? Well, then I guess it's, you know. So more, why wouldn't you just stay home and watch it where it's cheaper? Because it's more about the experience. It's like all those yeah. idiots that go to New York on New Year's Eve. Like, obviously, that is a miserable experience. There's nothing enjoyable about that. You're crunched <laughs> into these crowds. It's fucking freezing. Uh, you can barely hear or see anything. But you're there for the biggest party in the world, right? I mean, that's what the appeal is. You get to say, I was in New York City in Times Square on New Year's Eve. I mean, that's why people go. So they can say they were there. Nothing about that appeals to me. Nothing. You're giving me flashbacks to the Patriots game right now. <laughs> At least WrestleMania, though, you have access to, like, a bathroom. Right. Yeah, I don't think Times Square there's even bathrooms. No, and so no. you get there and you, like, you line up at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning to get a good spot, right? And then how the hell do you, what do you do for food and everything? Like, if you leave, you're, you're going to lose your spot. I mean, you sit there and wait all day. How the hell does that work? You eventually have plus, to go to the bathroom. Plus security. They have metal detectors, and it's like getting onto an airplane to get into there now. Right. Yeah, I don't get it. People are afraid the terrorists are going to blow up my carry, I guess. <laughs> In her hot tea. Oh, God. Well, would that be a bad thing? <laughs> I love Mariah Carey. Always have, always will. <laughs> Since day one. I don't know her. <laughs> oh, man. I used to write her fan 
I don't want to get into this. No, you should get into that. <laughs> Finish that statement. You used to write her fan letters? Remember how back in the day before the internet when you would buy the cassette tape, there'd be like, write Mariah at her fan club? Oh, yeah. You like yeah, you, I would, but, but what but the, those letters never reach her. She's she pays somebody to write back. I never got anything back either. Oh, that's fucked up. But I would write stuff to her sometimes. No, yeah. Can you give us a little preview? What no. what kind of things did you write to her? <laughs> D Rock will have to go through my attic to find the to find uh, more copies of those. <laughs> love letters from J Money. Yeah. That segment <laughs> went nowhere fast. I loved it. I was a So did I. Yeah. We had the perfect guest on, too. Yeah, we're going to have to bring that back again. Yeah. Money, maybe, for our Valentine's Day episode. Perfect. <laughs> Beyond perfect. Awesome. All right. Speaking so. of uh, number two knothead Kelly Goddard, I just, I we all know 100% she's not smelly who sells the socks. Yeah, right? that's, that's Kelly Bangs, right? Or E-Bangs. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I talked to her tonight as in smelly kelly bangs and she gave me an update because kelly goddard actually herself got kicked off of ebay how'd that happen well kelly goddard as we all know is a hairstylist by trade right tom yes we do and there is a wig store in the town where she has her salon and the woman who ran the wig store passed away so the you know, the children or whoever is ahead of the estate wanted to sell all of the wigs. Okay. So Kelly went to this store and she was like, looked around, she saw all the wigs. She's like, I'll give you this for the wig collection. And the guy, whoever it was, the son, whatever, said automatically, you can have it all, but there's a warehouse downtown. You have to take all of those wigs as well. <laughs> She's like, well, how many are there? He's like, if you want them, I'll shake your hand right now for this price, but you have to take them. So she's like, okay, fine. I'm going to regret this. So she didn't realize it at the time, but she literally bought a warehouse full of wigs. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I've oh Right now, God. her house, she has two two-car garages they're completely full from the floor to the ceiling with wigs her basement <laughs> completely full of wigs her husband ross must be thrilled well because he they rented a, remember the day you got stuck in the snow and i was telling you kelly had a u-haul truck mm-hmm. you remember that yes that was because they rented a giant u-haul to get all the wigs out of the warehouse <laughs> and bring them back to their house oh my god but these wigs, Tom, I was looking them up with her on Amazon. Some of them are like $300 and $400 wigs. What? The ones that are made out of real human hair? That's creepy. It's really strange. So I guess she just was like, I'm going to start putting them on eBay. So eBay sent her a message saying, like, where did you get all of these wigs and how? <laughs> and they're like until I, further I have a secret I have a secret mine where they scalp people and take their hair and make my wigs. <laughs> what what, <laughs> what does eBay think? They think maybe some, eBay's afraid that they're gonna I, I don't know if they're just they just questioned why she listed fifty wigs all of a sudden at once and they're all <laughs> like, like three hundred dollar wigs. This nefarious wig plot going yeah. on. <laughs> So well, I right. think eBay just wants to maintain their wig monopoly. They're right. <laughs> yeah, they want to control the wig movement. So her entire poor house is just covered with boxes of wigs. She's got like <laughs> no room to do anything. 
pictures for the website or it doesn't exist or it didn't happen. <laughs> I'm telling you right wow. now, Kelly, I know you're listening. I want to yeah. see pictures posted to the Not Another Nerdy page and on our Instagram. I don't believe this. Oh, I have pictures. Pictures of the wigs. Pictures of Jay Money <laughs> in the wigs. I want to see him sporting some of these wigs. That's what I need in my life. So I was so I was telling Smelly Kelly Bangs this story, and she's like, Well, you know, since I got kicked off of eBay, I'm selling things on a few more websites that I can give you the names of to give to Kelly. <laughs> but you're not going to just give them to Kelly, are you, Jay Money? I'm going to give them to Not Nation. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. For those of you who may not remember, God, it was a while ago now. I don't even remember the episode number, but Jay told us about this girl, Smelly. We we call her Smelly. Her name's Kelly. Smelly Bangs, who sells her worn socks on eBay. And she was banned or, or kicked off eBay for a short period of time because of this? Kicked off of eBay because... The photos that of the socks were in a sexual manner. Right. She would be wearing the socks. And that's sexual? According to eBay, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so that was the problem. Yeah. So anyway, so... <laughs> All right. So this is our first update. It's been a while, but we're getting an update. I'm very excited about this. Go ahead, Money. So the first website is poshmark.com. All right, everyone. Grab your... Grab your devices. Let's see. Posh. Yep. We'll do this together. All of you listening listening along, you look as well. Um, yes. Googling it now. Posh. Yep. Spell this for me. P-O-S-H. P-O. Yep. And then M-A-R-K. M-A-R-K. Posh Mark. Yes. Search. Poshmark.com. There it is. <laughs> All right, let's look at this. Women on Poshmark. <laughs> okay, so now if I go into the search bar and I search, do I search used socks or do I search I don't, their name? I, see, I don't know what you'd search because the, the site, honestly, it looks pretty legit. I was going to say, it looks like a nice upscale yeah. thing. You search yeah, by uh, brand. I called it up myself. Search. Chanel, J. Crew, Lula, Lula Row. So, so can I write "smelly bangs" and see what comes up? I, I see that I don't know. I'm going to search "smelly bangs" <laughs> in women <laughs> and see what "smelly bangs" in women. Here we go. Let's see results. One red, vibrant red wig. <laughs> "Smelly bangs." I'm not even making this up. I'm. Uh, uh. It's right there. I'm going to take a screenshot and send it to you if you don't believe me. <laughs> I'm searching used socks in women. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. Who would buy those? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So now I'm going to search smelly socks. See the price at those wig, that wig tub? Yeah, man. All right, so if Kelly's got a warehouse of those. Looks like our friend Kelly is going to be rather wealthy very soon. And She, a she asked me if I wanted to just sell them on eBay full-time, quit, quit my job. Holy mackerel. <laughs> oh, my God. I searched <laughs> smelly socks. Uh, 
I just searched used socks. Well, I can see where uh, this site, she's going to be able to sell everything. Yeah, it gets a little bit uh, salacious <laughs> if you know what to search for. If you search the right keywords, you'll get what you're looking for, I guess. <laughs> wow. Oh, you gotta add, you, What you need to do is be like, hey, sm- Smelly, do you have a username on this site? Like, how would I search your specific items? That's... I, I yeah I know I don't know if you could search by uh, area yeah there's a yeah you can search by people so so Poshmark okay that's good we'll we'll bookmark that the, one the uh, <laughs> zebra socks have kind of a Wizard of Oz vibe going on them there <laughs> got them right off the Wicked Witch <laughs> what's the uh, what's the other site she's selling on these days all right I'm gonna just. Spell it, okay? Yeah, do that. M E R M C A R I C A R I. I'm going to say Mercari. 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 There it is. Click on that. <laughs> These are all legit sites. Yeah, apparently. Apparently so. I haven't gotten any virus warnings yet. Although I feel if I were to actually buy a pair of her socks and get them at my house, I'd get a virus. Oh, Tom. Sorry. Not sorry. No, you get bacteria. <laughs> Which would lead to a virus. So, yeah, it just looks kind of like the same thing. You just buy used clothes. Oh, this wants me to download an app. Fuck that. I'm not. Oh, yeah, that. don't do that. Are you on your iPad? Yeah, I'm on my iPad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went on my laptop. Nah, so, nah. yeah, don't download, don't download nah. no app. Nope. Sorry, Smelly. I won't be looking at your socks tonight. All right. Well, thank you for that update. Is she? So, she's back to her old tricks, huh? With the socks. Oh, she's back. All right, awesome. She's selling uh, used bras now, too. Oh, good Lord. What size? <laughs> uh, <laughs> good God. Pretty big. Oh, yeah? I'd say a small C. Okay. Maybe like a 36C, if I had to guess. That's healthy. <laughs> it's a healthy young woman. Maybe 38C. Wow. Whoa, Damn. <laughs> That's very healthy. Yeah, I, if I had to guess. If I was a betting man. Okay. Well, congratulations, Smelly. Good <laughs> good on you. All right, well, thank you for that update, Jay Money. You're welcome, Tom. The fucking wig story is the best, though. I love that. I can't believe I, I love, think I did tell you. I that. love the thought that Ross is knee-deep in women's wigs. I the, love it. Oh, he's neck-deep, dude. Neck-deep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> this is the fucking greatest thing ever. Like I just, I need Kelly to take a picture of Ross in the, in the wigs, like I'll surrounded by wigs, just buried in wigs. <laughs> the entire like kitchen table is full of all these boxes of wigs. Oh my god! They could do like yeah. a funny spoof on the Trouble with Tribbles. Yeah, they could. And <laughs> the Trouble with Wiggles. <laughs> Uh, they can't even use their garage. The they, have, like, they have they have two double garages too full. <laughs> the wigs come to life and <laughs> make like a YouTube video. It'd be sensa- oh. it'd be a new sensation. Come on, that's how you market those wigs, Kelly. Have a make a fun video. It'll go viral. Free advertising for you. Come on, come she's on. she's so overwhelmed. I bet. I'm sorry to hear this. Like she thought she was just buying like 
the back room of the store. I, ca- I kind of like, love how the guy strong-armed her and was like, Nope, before you find out the back stock quantity, you need to shake my hand and seal this deal. <laughs> he wanted the wigs gone. <laughs> like, he knew damn well. Now, Chris, you're an attorney. Would she have a case against that guy as a handshake? Is that a, a contractual obligation if they <laughs> shake hands? or could she, get out, could she back out of this deal at this point now that she knows that there's so many wigs involved? Listen, I don't think she'd want to because apparently he was so desperate to get rid of them, he gave her a good price on it hmm. that she was willing to pay that she's pretty much going to clear profit on every one of these things she sells. True. Good point. Well, Tom, there was also like a record player from like the 30s included in the warehouse. And really? They, and she took it. Yeah. Oh, that's got to be worth something. So now Ross started tinkering with the record player, yeah. right? Tell Ross to leave that alone before he breaks it. No, he found a secret compartment in the record player. Shut the front door. And there was a letter from like 1930. 19- 30. What the fuck that's- is it? Wait a minute. What is happening? Is this Indiana Jones? What's going on? <laughs> is there like a map, a, to a map map to a treasure? Like what you are know, we looking- The map was it's going to be controversial, okay? Oh just boy. Re- rep- just remember that we don't support any of this. Oh because no. Because we love everything. The started. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the letter was an invitation to a KKK rally in downtown Greenfield, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Holy fuck! When was the when was it dated? Wow. Like nineteen thirty something. Greenfield, you apparently have a very very dark history. Yes, it's a handwritten letter, hand signed by some head of the KKK in Greenfield or Holy whatever. Holy shit! Why would you keep that? Why would you? It was hold hidden that? in the record player. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Somebody needs to call Benicio del Toro, the code breaker, and have him decipher this thing and see if it really says anything else. I mean, this is ridiculous. I told her to bring it to Boston, to like the Library of History. They'd probably kick them out. They'd be like, you racist fuckers. <laughs> you kidding me? Boston, one of the most liberal fucking cities in the universe? Well... You know, well, unless unless there's black people playing on the other baseball team. (laughs) Touche. So, yeah, this was also in the warehouse under all the wigs. So Ross took the whole freaking record player. Uh, That record player is a find. I don't know if the letter is. Maybe that's that's probably were there records too, like old albums. Uh, No. Yeah. Just player. That's still cool. If it works, it's really cool. Well, if it doesn't, you can refurb it. I guess. Ross is good at that kind of stuff. <laughs> he better get good at wearing wigs and modeling them. That's what he better get good at. Can you make anything out of wigs? Like a wig statue or something? <laughs> Could you make like a big suit? <laughs> well, I guess Kelly was telling me is that like movie studios will come in and just buy like a whole lot of them. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, you know what? She yeah. should contact local production companies and stuff like City Stage and shit like that. Yeah, that's one of the plans that she has. Nice. Right now, yeah, she's theaters. just so overwhelmed. Yeah, different theaters and stuff. You, she, you know what? She wants to look like the queen of the of like everywhere. She yep. should take some of those wigs and donate them to local schools and stuff, and donate them to cancer places, like the ones that aren't tacky and look like you know could be worn out in normal wigs. She could donate some of them to cancer wards and hospitals, and she 
she could do some really nice good work with all oh, this. Oh, these are these are nice wigs, Tom. These aren't just like something that you'd buy at like five below or like oh, a dollar. Yeah. She could find something. These aren't like hot topic wigs you're saying. Exactly. No, <laughs> no, no. These like... are real ones you would use like in movie production. Okay. Yeah, she could and, you know, and if she donated some of them to something like the Salvation Army, they give you a tax write off for it. That's true too. Yeah. Although I can't imagine what the wig section at the tech, at the Salvation Army looks like. <laughs> Probably like every other section at the Salvation Army. Salvation. Yeah, well, you get a couple bucks off your taxes, which, and somebody gets a nice wig. True, hey, true. Win-win. All right, well, we have talked absolutely zero about nerdy stuff this episode. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we had some good tangents and some good stories and some good updates on members of Not Nation. Those are all exciting stuff. So why don't we uh, quickly talk about what we're looking forward to in uh, the year 2018, though? Or not. Sure. Who wants to go <laughs> yeah, first? Okay. <laughs> we'll let our guest go first. Christopher Todd, what... Are you looking forward to in the year 2018? AD. AD. Oh, good thing is good thing you were specific about that. Movie-wise, well, the two obvious, Black Panther and Infinity War. Hell yeah. Maybe it's just because I've watched nine Marvel movies in the past five or six days. <laughs> I've got it on the brain, but what, and think, you know, they've built this story up. It's about time that it, we finally get the payoff. Right. And plus, I think from the previews, Black Panther just looks like it's going to be a fantastic movie. Yep. So as far as movie wise, those are the two biggest ones that I'm looking forward to. I'm a little nervous because after it's going to be, you realize it'll be 10 years since Iron Man came out. I know that's crazy. That they've taken 10 years building up to this movie. It's one of those things where it's almost going to be a letdown in some degree. No, because I don't think that's true. I What what I think is going to be a letdown is that they don't incorporate any of the TV characters into it because that would really tie it all together. If we had even the smallest of cameos from like Daredevil or even a Punisher nod, something to tie it to the Netflix series because those are so fucking good. I would love... Oh, without a doubt. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see some kind of a nod to that, and but it's not going to happen, unfortunately, so... Yeah, the apparently the movie and the TV side of Marvel don't get along with each other. Which is stupid. I mean, for the greater good, they should put their differences aside. I mean, somebody up in Disney head HQ should say, hey, assholes, this is what we want to have happen. This is what the fans want. Put your differences aside and make it happen. Well, that's the what I understand. That's the problem is, and the name. It's not Kevin Feige. It's the other guy who's above him. Okay. That, he, that Feige basically. Am I pronouncing his name right? Feige. Feige. That he basically had a mutiny that he made the film division report directly to Disney, uh-huh. and not the CEO of Marvel. Okay. And that's what caused this whole division. All right, between, so the guy between, in charge of Marvel is in charge of all the Marvel TVs, the TV stuff? Yeah. Well, he's, t- I mean, I guess he's technically in charge of the movie studio division, but ne- but they somehow made it so that the overlords at Disney are the ones who actually call the shots for them. Well, that seems to be working out for them, so maybe that guy needs to set his ego aside and just shut the fuck up. But, yeah, I'd love to see him throw a Daredevil or a Luke Cage in there because that would just... That would just make it. Uh, it would just tie it all together so nicely. Even Agent Coulson reappearing. I mean, come on. The poor guy died two movies ago. <laughs> well, I mean, even better. 
you have to admit, is now that they own Fox. Right. There's a couple of X-Men in there. Uh, it'd be hilarious if, like, just randomly Deadpool showed up and goes, wait, I think I'm in the wrong movie, and walked off screen. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the most amazing moment in Marvel history if they could pull that off. But here's the problem. Yes, they've secured the rights to all of that, and they are now going to own it, but it's going to take 18 months before everything's finalized, and they're not oh, allowed yeah, to true. do anything with those characters until it's finalized. So you're not even they're not even supposed to be planning anything. Like, you're just supposed to sit pat, well, me- have your ideas in the back of your head, but don't write anything down, and then 18 months from now, go nuts, you know? Well, maybe when they make the second Avengers movie, right, the sequel to Infinity War, they can slip somebody. Jackman in. Already said he might come back and play and play Logan one more time if it's an Avengers movie. You know, I love him, but don't we need to reset the clock and start over with like a new young Wolverine? They're going to anyways, so yeah. I don't know who it's going to be. Hopefully, they can Marvel can write its own ship now that they've got their characters back. Agreed. They definitely are going to fix Fantastic Four, which I'm very excited about because that's one of my favorite superhero teams of all time. And actually, Avengers Four already wrapped up filming. That's what I oh, thought. Well. Yeah, yeah, because they filmed them back to back. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I guess the other thing is Deadpool Two coming out this year. Yeah, it's going to be oh, in 2018. Yeah. Comes right. out yeah. in okay, so we can May. Add that to I what believe. I'm looking forward to. Comes out in May. But yeah. The other thing that I'm looking outside of the Marvel Universe, and I think, Tom, you probably know what I'm going to say because it was my favorite part of The Last Jedi, is Ready Player One. Yeah. I adored that book. I had a friend who told me I should read it for two or three years, and I kind of ignored him. And it was, I think I saw it in the discount pile, or it was on sale at Barnes & Noble. And I liked it so much that when I finished it, I went to Barnes & Noble and bought the guy's second novel later that day. Wow. But Ready Player One, I just think, was such a great book and such an original idea, and I love all the 80s references, and it sucks they couldn't get licenses for everything. Yeah, I know. But if they if they do that movie any justice, it, and it's Spielberg, so I would expect it to be pretty good, given he's made a few good movies over the years. <laughs> I would say so, yes. <laughs> if, that's any, if that even comes close to as good as the book is, that's going to be a fantastic movie. Right. My only thing is, I don't know how they can make that book into one movie because right. it's so dense. Yeah, they're gonna have to cut a lot out. That's where things could go wrong if you start cutting out some of the some of the good parts. Mm-hmm. But guess we'll just have to wait till the summer to see. That's it. Tom, uh, Deadpool two is actually June first. Oh, I thought it was May. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> May fourth you have Infinity War, then May twenty fifth you have Solo. Oh, so it's right. kind of. Within four weeks, we're going to have those three movies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. That is a nerdgasm month at the moment. I was going to say, they're going to be getting a lot of my money that month. Because <laughs> I, wow. I can already, I'm anticipating seeing Infinity War twice, maybe even three times if it's that amazing. And Solo, if it's good, I'll see a couple times. I mean, I would have went and saw Last Jedi a couple times already if I wasn't so disappointed by it. I mean, I'll see it again, but I'm not in a rush. They already announced the uh, Blu-ray date. No, did they? Yeah, like the end of March already. And Deadpool 2, I'm sure I'll see a couple times. I love Deadpool. Oh, yeah. And I love Cable, and I'm very excited about that. That's going to be funny now because here you have Josh Brolin playing Thanos and playing Cable, and now he's going to be in the same universe (laughs) because the movies that will be in the theater at the same time. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Josh Brolin's a good choice for Cable. I'm looking forward to that. See, Cable is the kind of movie where 
it's not out to June. I could see them still doing some kind of after credit scene as like right now. Yeah. Something to play on the Marvel Universe. That'd be fun. It would. Well, I, I mean, if Deadpool, of all movies, if you're going to get some kind of a wise-ass hint or tie-in, it'll be on that movie. Ryan Reynolds, will definitely, I'm sure he'll make some comment about it, even though, it, like I said, it isn't going to be finalized again for another year and a half. But it's yeah. definitely going to happen, so he can comment on it, and I'm sure he will. I can see him filming a video on his phone and putting it in the end of the movie. I can see him saying something like, well, I hope you guys enjoyed the last rated R Deadpool movie, because <laughs> once that new company gets their hooks into me, I'll be PG. Yep. <laughs> something like that. They've already said that Deadpool's going to stay R. Yeah, I know, but he could make the joke. It would be a funny joke if he made. Yeah, you know. he probably will. He but made a funny joke like on, on a... Twitter. With It was a picture of Deadpool getting arrested at, <laughs> at Walt Disney World. Because <laughs> <laughs> he inappropriately touched somebody, Minnie Mouse or Mickey Mouse or something. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> so he's having fun with it, which I appreciate. I think that's good. Uh, I think they they float around the idea of the Mar- of a, what they call it, the Marvel R movies. Mm-hmm. So Deadpool and I don't know what other ones they could use, but R-rated Marvel movies, which I'd, I'd go see them. Oh, I'm yeah. old enough. I have no problem with that. I think certain characters, and cer- you know, I think they're, they work in an R-rated format. I don't think you want to have an R-rated Avengers or an R-rated Spider no. or an R-rated Spider-Man, but Venom and Deadpool and you know those kind of characters. X If you do an X-Force movie, that should be R-rated. Stuff like that. But anyway, okay, so Jay Money, what are you looking for in 2018 and why? Jay Money? Jay Money! Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Did you go to the freezer? Of course. <laughs> how's, how's Gay Iceman doing? Uh, he's doing well. He's He likes the cold, so. Nice. Did well, you like how I even... Uh, Went to the freezer on when I was on Nerdtastic Four. Yes, I did. <laughs> but, yeah, you got to you got to pimp that appearance. No I will in our recommendations. Okay. Right now we're we're looking forward to stuff. I got to say, more than anything this year, besides Infinity War and Black Panther, I'm really looking forward to Solo, especially after the Lego uh, set leaks this past weekend. Oh, now talk about that because I don't know that non nations aware of those Lego set leaks and I was, can, uh, five I or can six t- sets. All I can tell you is I'm gonna go broke because everyone knows <laughs> I collect Lego sets and I will be buying each and every one of these. And it looks like we're gonna see the Kessel Run in the movie because the Million Falcon set is called Kessel Run. Yep. And, wow. And the Million Falcon is like new. It yeah. has, like, blue painting on the top of it. It sucks. I'm going to have to buy another Millennium Falcon Lego set. I already own one, and I'm going to have to buy another one. And, the, I mean, the cast looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, Donald Glover looks so cool as Lando. And I got to admit, that kid looks like a young Harrison Ford. He does look yep. like, he looks like Han Solo. I didn't think he would, but they made him look like Han Solo. I mean, Amelia Clark. Dandy Newton, who would be a Tom Love from Westworld. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm I'm yeah. curious to see who Amelia Clark's going to play. I'm trying to figure that out. It's leaked in the Lego sets. Okay. You know, I bet you this movie is actually going to be good. I haven't been shy in saying that I didn't like either The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi, but 
I thought Rogue One was fantastic. Oh, Rogue One was amazing. Because I think that when they make movies in the framework that was established under George Lucas, they're good. When they play within the rules, mm-hmm. the movies come out good. Right. But when you let these people run willy-nilly, they screw it up and make Luke Skywalker a wuss. <laughs> there was a TIE Fighter Lego set. Oh, that's so awesome. There was, uh, there's Stormtroopers. Uh, there's Chewbacca without his bowcaster. Yeah, I saw so that. We'll see how he got that. Yeah. Well, um, I think... I mean, I don't know how far back in the story they're going to go, but I'm imagining in the beginning of the movie they're going to yeah. show how he and Chewie hook up for the first time. And the story, well, at least in the novels, I don't know if they're going to keep it canon, but Chewbacca was a prisoner and he was a slave working the Imperial mines or something, and Han freed him. And that's why he has a life debt to Han, because Han saved his ass. Oh, yeah, that's that a story that's always... Sense. Yeah, Han was a... I don't know if he was, he was a cadet. He was Army? a cadet. He was a cadet. cadet. Yeah, it was still a cadet. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how he ended up getting drummed out of the Imperial Army. Right, but I, see, those were that. that was canon in the old EU, and I don't know if that's going to be current canon or not. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I like that story. That makes sense to me that he rebelled against, you know, the Imperials early on when he was young and rescued Chewie and went roguish and then became this rapscallion. <laughs> As, bounty hunter, as Matt Hardy would say. He, well, he wasn't really a bounty <laughs> hunter. He was a he was a smuggler. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so, but this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. Rogue One stuck to the script, right? You know, they managed to tell the story and have it end on the same note that A New Hope started off with, and fill in all the blanks without really screwing anything up. Yeah, they stuck so the landing. I, yeah. Yeah, so this one I think is going to be good because the story's already kind of out there. Now, is so this gonna... one going to take you right up to him winding up on Tatooine and being at Moss Eisley Spaceport? You think it's going to end there, or where no, do you? No, it, it, it can't be that. Is that? That's what that Rogue seems One like did. Over too much time. That's what Rogue One did, though. Well, but Rogue One took place over like four days. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this story. This... Maybe this story will jump in time and show different parts of Han's life as he's gaining. Maybe it'll be told in flashback. Yeah. Could be that too. I I would think that the end would be him and Chewie just like landing the Falcon and Moss Eisley and then that's it. Right. Yeah. Or that's what I would think. The end could be them having to drop that uh, load, uh, Jabba's load. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, that reason that Greedo was hunting him down. I really hope we see Greedo. I hope we see Jabba. I don't care if we see Greedo, but you got to see Boba Fett, don't you? We got to oh, see Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett's got to make an appearance because the fans this, will go fucking ballistic if Boba this, Fett shows the, up. And this movie has been, there's just so much secrecy about it. You just know nothing about it. Which is good. I kind of like that. So do I. Because there's also a rumor that Jin Erso is going to make a cameo in it somewhere because oh. she, the actress, well, the actress was signed for two movies. That's awesome. And she was killed off in Rogue One, so the only way she could appear again would be in another flashback-type scene, and they never explained why she was incarcerated when they... I just don't think it can go all the way up to... It doesn't seem to me like they could cover enough time to get it right to the beginning of A New Hope. Or where Tan shows up in A New Hope. Well, I mean, if because... they jump around, they could. I mean, they, don't forget, these side 
these Star Wars stories don't have to fit the typical mold of the chapter movies. They can they could actually jump ahead in time and show him. They could show young Han Solo when he's a little kid, and then jump ahead to him as a teenager, and then jump to him as this actor playing him. And oh, you know, I just thought of something. Could you imagine if this story was told of Han telling a young Ben Solo? <laughs> about his younger life. That would have been that, would, that I mean, that would be kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. That would be kind of cool. Cool. And a little creepy all at the same time. Yeah. Like a baby Kylo Ren asking daddy. Yeah, exactly. How'd you meet Chewbacca? How'd you get your hunk of shit ship? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Imagine that if they kept it secret and they actually had Harrison Ford reprise the role as like an old an old Han Solo telling the story. That would be amazing. I never know. We, we haven't seen anything but these Lego sets. You're right. Anything is possible. Well, so I, I'll tell you, Han Solo, the Solo movie is actually one of my most anticipated movies. That's right up there with Infinity War for me. I'm really, nice. I'm actually really looking forward to it, and I'm hoping it gets the taste of Last Jedi out of my mouth. Because, <laughs> man, that was disappointing. And bl- obviously, Black Panther. I can't wait for Black Panther, and I can't wait for Halloween. J Money. Oh, that's one of my tops. Oh boy, did you know this, Chris? <laughs> they're rebooting Halloween, or they're bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis one more time for the what is it, the thirtieth anniversary? J Money. Uh, or 40th. No, this would be fortieth. <laughs> 40th anniversary. You're right. Is this going to be a sequel to the originals? It's it's going to be, they're they're ignoring all of the sequels and it's taking place 40 years after the original Halloween. Yes. I like it. Which is crazy. See, I think it should take place after Halloween 2, though, because Halloween 2 is where they establish that Laurie Strode is actually Michael Myers' sister. They don't establish that in the first movie. So. I don't know how they're going to retcon that if they're going to even make her her sister. Maybe she won't be his sister in this. Guess yeah, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about that at all. We'll have to wait and see, but I am looking forward to it because I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She was one of my favorite parts of Scream Queens. It's one oh, of, yeah. One of the reasons I love that show so much. She was awesome. Thank you for making that announcement that no one cared about. And it'll be good to see Mike Myers again and hear that familiar theme. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to that. Mm-hmm. So. Can, can I ask you one question before you go on, Tom? Yes. Did you see the picture online today of Ewan McGregor? I did not. There was a picture of did him. Did he grow like a he beard like out. Obi-Wan? Oh, yeah. Looks very Obi-Wan. Oh, that would be awesome if that's the next. Well, hey, they haven't announced the next Star Wars story movie, quote unquote. So, But he was looked like he was either working out or rehearsing or something. But it looked like a fight scene. Oh. So maybe he's going to be playing Obi-Wan again. That would be amazing. I would love that. I actually loved yeah. him in the prequels. He was one of the few things in the prequels that worked. So He was definitely the best part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing if they did that. Well, I mean, they're make, they're going to do an Obi-Wan movie with or without him, so hopefully he's going to be involved. But so. I think at this point he's aged just enough. You could tell a good story of him on Tatooine. Agreed. As the actor, it'd be perfect. Yeah, and there's nothing that says he has to stay on Tatooine. Maybe there's something that happens off-world that causes him to have to go make a short trip somewhere, you know, and he can have an adventure somewhere else. There were several novels about that, that he left Tatooine to go on a mission. Mm -hmm. It seemed like he'd been there about 10 years and something happened. I mean, maybe he could go off-planet and that's where he'll meet Ray's grandmother. Because I'm still convinced she's a Kenobi. I'm sorry. Kylo Ren, you don't know what you're talking about. Junkers. She's not a 
daughter of Junkers. Give me a break. She's not a daughter of Kenobi either. Come on, dude. She's a granddaughter. No. Why? No, no, no. Why can't she be? Because that's stupid. No, it's not. Everyone doesn't have to be related. She should be related somehow to the Skywalkers. and She needs to have a, a connection. That's the whole point of the chapter movies. Everything stems from Anakin and his story. Okay? I'm all for telling other Jedi stories. Just don't do it in the chapter movies. Do it in the side Star Wars movies. The side stories. This bickering is pointless. I mean, Obi-Wan called her out in Force Awakens. He yelled her name. What's the significance behind that? So, yeah, so I'm eager for all of that. I'm eager for the Patriots to win another Super Bowl in a few weeks. Um, that's about it. Oh, well, I'm, duh, I'm eager for my son to be born. <laughs> that's another thing I'm looking forward to in 2018. And um, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to the podcast remaining weekly for the rest of the year. That's another thing I'm looking forward to. Jay Money, you think we can pull that off? Uh, yeah. Are you looking forward to Ant-Man and the Wasp? Not at all. Oh, come on. All right, I guess. I don't know. It's, look, everyone knows I'm not a huge fan of the original Ant-Man movie. Everyone. But he did redeem himself in Civil War. I was a fan of the character in that movie. And I am a fan of Evangeline Lilly. So maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp will be good. Yep. I'm really looking forward to the fourth Purge movie because I love those. Yeah, I don't care about that shit. The Purge is an island. It's a prequel. Hmm. You know, I've never seen a Purge movie. hate to admit that. But I don't know if... I've never heard you mention it on the podcast, but the show Rick and Marty do an episode where they go to a Purge planet. That's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. All right. Well, we are actually one of those podcasts, one of the few who have never gotten into Rick or Morty. And <laughs> S- Steve from Dinner in a Podcast is always telling me how I need to check this show out. And eventually I will. I just have so much that I'm watching and that I'm already into. I feel like I don't need to be into anything else. Dr. Bill uh, watches that, so he can be our connection. Okay. And he likes I'll it. have him... He loves it. Thinks it's the greatest thing ever. Okay. Oh, well, I agree with Doctor Bill on that one. Really? He can hook. He, him and Steve can do a uh, chat about it. Yeah, Steve from Dinner and a Podcast, yeah. and then we'll have Chris in too. The three of them can okay. talk about it. <laughs> could do a nice. do a side podcast. I'm Rick yep, and Morty show. A side cast. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'll check it out eventually. But uh, no thanks. I, I'm afraid to check it out because I'm afraid if it is as good as everyone says, then I'm going to have to binge watch everything, and I just don't have the time to do that right now. Because uh, Doctor Bill likes like Family Guy and also the crap that I hate, so I don't trust it. Well, I mean, I don't hate <laughs> Family Guy. There's I do. I mean, it's old. The jokes get old, but there's certain episodes of that that are classic and very funny. You can keep it. <laughs> okay, I will then. Good. All right, well, any other any non-movie stuff we're looking forward to in 2018? Anything, J-Money, video game-wise, anything? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> On May 31st, the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection comes out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Okay, now, is this going to have any new content, or is it just a collection of all the old games? It's a collection of all the old games, most of them upscaled to HD, Three of them with online play, and wow. then it's going to have like a bunch of behind-the-scenes artwork, that kind of stuff. So obviously there'll be a collector's edition that you will spend $300 on. 
Uh, so far, there's only a standard edition, and it's only 40 bucks for 12 games. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. That is yeah, and, totally worth it. And with my Best Buy membership, 32 bucks. <sighs> Can't beat that. Yeah, like I said, 12 games. Really looking forward to this because I love Street Fighter. Uh, I'll buy Street Fighter 2 over again 100 times. Nice. As of now, for the first half of the year, that is my most anticipated game. Awesome. How about you, Chris? Any TV shows or anything else? Anything you don't play video games, do you? No, I've never. You know, the last video game system I owned was the original PlayStation. There you go. Not the PlayStation, the original Nintendo. Oh, wow. Back when I was in, in high school. I have a few computer games over the years, but I kind of like the old school video games. Like the, like the old Street Fighter is mm-hmm. one of the best games, most fun games ever. Oh, yeah. Classic. You know, right now, we're kind of excited and happy with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and where that's going. Yeah, I've been digging it. I will agree with you. It's very, it's so unusual. It's so not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're doing something interesting and compelling. I mean, they're using the same three sets. <laughs> There's not a lot going on, well, but they're on a ship. So, I mean, where are they going to go? Yeah, it's a very different direction they took it this season. Because remember, the could have gone anywhere is where last season ended with them just sort of disappearing. Mm-hmm. And then waking up in outer space. Part of me wonders if this is going to somehow work into Infinity War somehow. Well, because they keep hinting that Quake is responsible for destroying the Earth. I mean, wouldn't that be a kick in the face if Quake showed up in the Infinity War movie and had something to do with that? Well, because remember when Civil War came out, they, not Civil War, Winter Soldier, that that plot worked right into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, the whole Hydra thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I can't see, you know, there is still some crossover between the two. Agreed. At least in the writing. So it seems too coincidental that you have a destroyed Earth on S.H.I.E.L.D. with Thanos showing up in a couple months. Right. Which is going to be right about the time the season's done. Right, right, right. So I'm kind of waiting for something to happen there. I I don't know if it will, but eh, I can always anticipate. Well, but see, at the end of Infinity War, I think he's going to collect all the gems. I don't think he's going to really rip shit up until the fourth movie. I think the point of this movie is he's collecting the gems, and it's going to take the whole movie for him to do that, and then by the end, he'll have the completed Infinity Gauntlet, and that's where they'll cliffhang it. Yeah, probably, but it's just... And the, thankfully, the preview didn't give us away, give away too much. Yeah, it gave away nothing. Which was nice. We just got to see all the characters, mm-hmm. and, and Spider-Man in that suit from the end of <sighs> Spider-Man Homecoming was just... Which has been confirmed it is the Iron Spider suit because the Lego set also came out for that. They leaked it. And the minifigure has the little extra spider arms coming off the back. Oh, Oh, nice. Oh, I can't wait to see that in live action. Oh, my God. How awesome is that going to be, Jay Money? I cannot wait. I love that suit. I love the red and yellow one too. Yeah, this is. I mean, they took a different color Which is fine scheme for, for it, but it's but it's basically it's going to function in the same capacity, and that's yep. and those arms are going to come out of it, and that's going to be awesome. Oh man, <laughs> it's going to be very cool. <laughs> I'm like a little ten year old kid waiting for that movie. I can't wait. <laughs> and see, that's what Star Wars should have did to me, and unfortunately, it didn't. Last Jedi did not do that for what? me. What did I tell you before the movie started? Star Wars makes me feel like an eight-year-old, but right. that didn't any good. No, that movie did not. But I bet you Solo will. Let's hope. Yeah. I have new hope for Solo. <laughs> there you go. I knew you were going to say that. There you go. I'm very predictable. Well, aside from S.H.I.E.L.D., the other one is I've, I've been 
I thought Flash has sort of redeemed itself this I season. I agree. Yep. Although Just the, the whole, where they cliffhanged it, yeah, but not having a speedster villain was a big step forward for them. Where they cliffhanged it with him being arrested for the murder of that guy is kind of silly. Because obviously, really? yeah. I like that. No, because the guy was crippled. How did he get in Barry's apartment? Why was he in Barry's apartment? Like, How would that have happened? You know what I mean? You're a lawyer. You could argue about that. Well, yeah. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> I mean, I guess if he if if the world finds out his secret identity and finds out he's the Flash, then that's how they'll be able to prosecute him because obviously the Flash would be able to zip the guy up there and and kill him like that in no time flat. But well, I guess that's what I liked about it is because he chose not to run away. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously choosing not to use his speed and reveal who he is. But the funny part is, if he gets convicted, is he gonna just sit in jail? No. I mean, the first time you open a door, he's gone, and everybody figures out who he is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or if it's going to be some weird flash thing where he runs out of jail, solves yeah, and runs back, crime, and then runs back into jail. Anyone knows he's gone. <laughs> It'll be like Flash combined with Hogan's Heroes. Right. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You're right. That's pretty good. Obviously, thought, as always, I'm looking forward to the blacklist. That show's amazing. How did you not know that came back last week? I don't know because I'm busy i have a pregnant wife i got a lot going on you know i'm dealing with this car accident bullshit there's all kinds of shit going on yeah i keep forgetting i have no life no um, <laughs> no but did you watch last week's episode i did yeah. yes i did wow yep liz is definitely turning into her father <laughs> she's turning to the dark side so oh yeah i couldn't believe how much of a badass they turned her into yeah it was good definitely good that was it. And, it's actually my recommendation this week. As long as we're talking about it, I might as well get my recommendation out of the way. If you're not watching The Blacklist, what's wrong with you? You should be watching that show, and that's my recommendation to you for this week. <laughs> show's awesome. It's Can't, been consistently good ever since it started. Yeah, it really has. It hasn't had, like, a bad season. It's had episodes that are kind of meh. I'm not going to say it's, every episode is a home run, because that's ridiculous. But Of course not. But it has been... It is. It hasn't had a bad season, you know. Usually, series like this, they'll have like a shitty season or a season that kind of stalls out, and this hasn't had that. So, and James no, Spader no. is a treasure. He's just a national treasure. Oh, he's one of my favorite actors of all time. He's amazing. I, the no. only the only two TV series that I have all the DVDs of are Archer and Boston Legal, and Boston Legal is because I love James Spader and Shatner so much. Right. And that's just and it's about lawyers. <laughs> It's the most inaccurate legal show that's ever been put on TV, but watching Spader talk is worth the amount of yelling I do at the TV about how wrong things are. And watching Denny Kane. <laughs> William Shatner was great in that show. Oh, he was. He was. How is that man pushing 90? I don't know, but he's still kicking around. He's just spry. Yep. All right, well, we're getting off on a tangent. Let's reel it back in. Why don't we, if we have nothing else that we're looking forward to in 2018, why don't we offer some recommendations? I just gave you mine. Check out The Blacklist on NBC. It's an awesome show. How about you, Mr. J Money? What do you want to recommend to Not Nation this week? Tom, I recommend that everyone check me out on last week's episode of the Nerdtastic 4 podcast, episode number 61. I was one of the guest hosts that week. No kidding. Yes. Well done, well done. 
And you're spreading, and spreading the Not Rose. Nation influence? Oh, absolutely, Tom. Uh, I'm holding Rose. You're holding Rose. <laughs> Rose is, of course, one of the members of the Nerdtastic Four. Yep. Her idea was that uh, me and her do a half episode, if not another podcast, where we're going to review the new Mutants movie. Okay. That's coming out when? In April 13th. Okay. Which, if you notice, was not one of my recommended movies for no, the No, you're not so. anticipating that one? Not at all. But I'm going to go see it for Rose. <laughs> she was doing some pretty interesting X-Men character casting in that episode. Yeah, Pixie. Yeah, she's she's big into it, man. So that's cool. That should be a fun episode then. And a little Oh yeah, I can't wait. Little nerd podcast mafia crossover. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Check me out on that episode. Uh you'll hear all my casting for all these strange X Men characters I never heard of. You get to hear the guy who brings the money <laughs> on the Nerdtastic Four. I had to look these uh characters up on the fly on Wikipedia to see what they look like. <laughs> well done. Good money. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. And just for the record, Steve from Dinner and a Podcast was going to be on with us tonight, but he is battling, uh, I don't know, the bubonic plague or something. hes I think he said he has walking pneumonia. So I'm like, dude, Ooh. rest up. What are you doing? He's like, I'm hacking up along. I'm like, then you shouldn't be recording a podcast. Come on. I know you want to come on the show, and we would love to have you on, but rest, rest, rest. So hopefully he'll be on soon. Maybe next week we'll have uh, Steve on. That would be great little nerd podcast mafia crossover. You know, a lot of that's going on lately since a certain podcast left the mafia and really shook shit up. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we're we're not going to speak of that anymore. But no. cool. Chris, my recommendation? Please. <laughs> well, I guess I would recommend if you've never read the book Ready Player 1 to read it before the movie comes out. Okay. Ernest Klein, probably available on Amazon and at fine booksellers everywhere. I have read it, but it and has been a very long time since I've read it. It's really, it's it's a three or four hundred pages, but it's actually a pretty quick read, mm-hmm. I thought. It moves along really nice, got good pacing for a book. So that I'd recommend, and can I recommend myself? Sure, why not? Well, if there's any listeners in that nation who unfortunately find themselves in any legal trouble, law offices of Christopher S. Todd. Springfield, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Oh, by the way, I've listened to you guys long enough that I've actually written that into legal documents a couple times just to see if anybody noticed. Are you serious? Yeah. Sometimes I screw around a little bit just to see if people read what I write. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) I've thrown it in there. A little tribute to you guys. I appreciate that. Thank you. I put it on the bags of green beans at work because you have to put, like, the country of origin. And I went into the thing and I broke product of USA Earth Milky Way. (laughs) Uh, When I broke down earlier tonight, yes, my truck broke down Uh, on my way home. I posted on Facebook that I broke down in Holyoke, Massachusetts, USA Earth Milky Way. And then if you clicked on that link to find out where exactly it was, it said public toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Stay classy, Holyoke. That was pretty amazing. I wish I was home at the time. I would have brought you a beverage tub. I would have appreciated you. Yeah, well. Yeah, you don't want to break down in this weather. It's fucking cold. Or in this town. Or in that town, right. But I, I did make it out alive and made it here to podcast with you fine gentlemen this evening. 
Well, it's going to warm up the rest of the week, so you got that going for you. Truth. Which is nice. All right. Well, that's going to do it, I think, boys, for this episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Obviously, this was not another nerdy podcast because we were far from nerdy in this one. I mean, usually those episodes are the most memorable, aren't they, Money? Oh, yeah, because, I mean, everyone's going to review, you know, Avengers or whatever. Right. I mean, everyone else does the cookie-cutter nerd news, but, you know. And not everyone else has, like, a story about wigs and socks. That's true. <laughs> I don't know how many people want to hear about it, but that's okay. We're going to talk about it anyway, because that's how we roll here in uh, Not Nation. So on behalf of my magical and metal co-host, Mr. Attorney Extraordinaire Christopher S. Todd... Yes, sir. And the man who brings the money, Mr. J. Money. I am Woken. I am Woken. Yes, we all are. <laughs> My name is Tom Van Zant. This has been the big episode number 55. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have made it. We have arrived. We're halfway to 100. Go figure. <laughs> We will talk to you again next week, and who knows, maybe D-Rock will even show up this time. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. My woken wisdom and broken brilliance shall illuminate the masses.